Welcome to the Love Hope Adventure podcast, where we talk about the marriage relationship, intimacy and marriage, and how you can go deeper with your spouse. And today, we're talking about showing love to your spouse in a way that they hear it or understand it. Okay. Either way, whether they're hearing it, understanding it, because uh, showing your spouse love doesn't always come out in the form of are we, words. Are we talking love languages? We are. Okay. All right. Okay. As we've mentioned before, I don't, <laughs> I don't get to know the topics in advance. <laughs> so we're talking about the love languages and and showing love for your spouse in a way that they're actually going to receive it. And one of the reasons why I didn't really put love languages in the title or whatever on this episode is I think that a lot of people may be familiar with that uh-huh. or whatever, but maybe it's a little overplayed. But I do think that it speaks to just showing love in a way that your spouse understands it. Because you and I were missing the boat on this for a long time in our marriage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it, it would it's almost like being in a bilingual home where one spouse speaks one language and the other <laughs> speaks the other and they don't and neither of them speaks the other one. You know, there's there's no overlap. And so for you know, you get a couple of years into the marriage and go, why aren't we communicating properly? Well, <laughs> you're literally not speaking the same language. So do we want to start by just real quick, throw out the five love languages as, uh, as they are? Well, you can, but then I want us to share what our struggles were in showing each other love. Because I feel like, you know, that was because that was an issue. I want to talk about that too. Okay. So just to get them out of the way, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. So if you, if, if as I was reading those, one or two or maybe three of them resonated with you of like, oh yeah, that's, that's me. That's what I like when I'm, when I'm uh, receiving or giving love, affection, those kinds of things. So um, if you realize that they didn't resonate with your spouse, that's what we're talking about. (laughs) Those five categories, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff comes under it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is, this is a a Gary Chapman wrote the book, uh, the five love languages and I would say it's not like the definitive thing, but just understand understanding the core idea that we give and receive love differently. Different people receive and and give differently. Uh, that's uh, that's a huge eye opener for for a lot of couples. I know it was for us. I also think it's important to know that the thought does not count when you are <laughs> talking and speaking a love language to your spouse that they don't really hear it in. It really just it kind of yeah. doesn't. It just falls flat. Yeah, the the thought it's the thought that counts when it comes to a gift only goes so far. Like you right. can give a really lousy gift and it doesn't matter what you were thinking. Like <laughs> it seems like you weren't thinking. And yeah, the same thing can can be true if you think you are expressing love to your spouse and they're not seeing it, hearing it, feeling it, receiving it, then it it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's not even a right or wrong issue. It's not like, well, you're therefore you're wrong and you lose the argument. It's just well, your spouse is not receiving love, so how right. do you feel now, champ? <laughs> So some of our biggest struggles with this, I think, came with, uh, you know, because we are different, obviously, in every single way. One way that I express love and receive love is acts of service. Mm-hmm. And so I spend a lot of time serving people. Right. And that is not your core love language. So right. this was the, I think the struggle for me was I would spend a lot of my day serving you all day long, cooking, mm-hmm. cleaning the house, doing your laundry, doing little things for you. And then we get to the end of the day and then you wanted me to express your love language, which is... My primary is physical touch. It's physical so touch. I'm all about some hugs and some snuggles 
kisses, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I'm like, you know, I just, I just don't feel loved. And you're like, I've been showing you love all day. I'm like, <laughs> you haven't kissed me once. <laughs> you're like, yeah, but I, you ate that dinner I made. It's a whole different, uh, it's a whole different way of, uh, of viewing it. Yeah. It is. And I think what is difficult, what it was difficult for me is that acts of service takes a lot of physical energy uh-huh. and I would be exhausted. And then it was like, <laughs> okay, now let's hug and snuggle and you know, whatever. I'm, I want to go to sleep now. <laughs> just don't want to go to bed. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. How did it work on your end with me? How did what work? I mean, there were things that I needed you to do to show me love. And your primary way to show me love is physical touch, which um, I struggle with. Keely is a touch me not. <laughs> she does not like the hand holding. And uh, like if I come up behind her and just sort of like put my hand on her shoulder, she kind of jumps sometimes. <laughs> um, and it's sure. just, you know, she's, you know. Same reason she doesn't like tags in her shirts. She doesn't <laughs> want to be touched. Um, so yeah, sure. it makes it makes it very difficult. Where um, so a if I was being very lovey dovey and and holding your hand and flirty and and kissing on you or hugging you or you know just being you know physically around you those kinds of things. My other one is words of affirmation. So like not a day goes by that I don't fawn over you and tell you how beautiful you are <laughs> and amazing and smart and creative and kind and all I the love that things. now you love that now but for a long time <laughs> very it was annoying like, oh okay so if I told you today how beautiful you are about 12 times yeah <laughs> and every uh, day up to now every time <laughs> and so um you were not great at doing that back I'm still not great at it well I try you're, you're you're better you're way way better um but because you uh you weren't I felt like I'm not I'm not getting the the love, the affection, you know, that I'm that I feel like I'm giving you. And right. and that's the double trap of of this miscommunication. I'm doing more than As, you are. Right. And I feel like I'm pouring all this love into you. Why aren't you reciprocating? Right. And um so eventually when when we kind of got a hold of this idea, I immediately realized I was like, "Oh, yeah, she's totally acts of service is probably your core, but gifts like you give gifts to to everyone. That's your thing. I do. And I realized that um I remember I remember early on the idea that uh I could get you any gift. But if I didn't get a card, it <laughs> did not matter. And I used to think, what I is like the deal? Your cards. I know. And and I would um I could get you like the greatest gift. I remember one year, I don't remember what I got you, but I remember one year for your birthday, I think I got you something great. I don't remember what it was, but it was great. But I, for whatever reason, I didn't get you a card that year and you opened up your great gift and then you were like, where's my card? And I was like, (laughs) I was crushed. I was devastated. I was like, I got you the gift. And I realized that, um, what you received from me was what you appreciated from me rather is the time that I put into picking out the perfect card. Cause to you, yeah. I could spend a million dollars getting you the best gift, but if it's just like, I just bought it, like who cares? That's not really, 
that's not an act of service gift. Right. <laughs> you know, combine. I the two. give gifts, but they always are a part of me. Yeah, they're they're they tend to be homemade or very thought out. This is this is not just. Um, I went to the store and bought a, a, a random gift basket that was out because it's the holidays. No, Keely went to the thrift store and found a basket and then found all of the perfect items to put together that complement your personality and your hobbies right. and all of those kinds of things. And it's it's the service that, that's what really counts. Yeah, it's not really the gift. It's not the gift itself. It's just a yeah. matter of this is the vehicle for the service. So that was actually, I think, confusing. Right. Confusing to me as well, because I'm not like, I don't, I don't have to have gifts as my love language as much. You know, I like to receive things, but it's really just the act of the service. I was going to say, I, I think the gifts you appreciate most are ones that are homemade, thought, thought out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Surprise. Yeah. There's a lot of energy and, and uh, uh, thoughtfulness that went into it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. I think the difficulty with not speaking your spouse's love language is also that you can feel rejected. Yeah. So, you know, because I unfortunately have this natural reaction to, you know, you know, jump away whenever you start to <laughs> hug on me and touch on me, it's so hard for me. Um, it can make you feel rejected. If I've spent all day long working on things for you, whether it's like cooking a, a dinner I know you're going to really love and you don't seem to be all that excited about it, that feels like rejection. Mm -hmm. It's not rejection, but it sure feels that way. Right. I don't even know today if we've really fully got that figured out. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're better than we used to be for sure. But there's still there's still some times where we miscommunicate. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It could be very hard because you know what it is. It like plays into so many arguments. Mm -hmm. Like if something is my area that I take care of and it's like a service thing and I do it as my way of showing love to whatever whoever in the family, if there is any complaint whatsoever, I get I just feel so attacked yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel that way. I definitely do. If I feel what way? If you feel attacked or rejected when, you know, whatever you're trying to do to show love is not oh, yeah. immediately accepted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and sometimes it can be misfires like that where, like I said, because, you know, Keely's sensitive skin um, can can cause like a what appears to be a rejection of my love. There, there's also just sort of, like a, just a non-reception, just like words of affirmation is, is one of my big things. So I pay you all of these wonderful compliments and you're just like, mm, that's nice. I say thank yeah. you. I know you, again, you've gotten way better. I got better. way better. You've gotten way better. But in the past, there I felt like, well, she didn't even care. Like, she should be so lucky. You know, how many guys <laughs> out there tell their, their wife how beautiful they are and, and, you know, every single day and, you know, and all these kinds of things. And, um, and it wasn't that you didn't appreciate it. It's just, it wasn't ringing your bell. You know, it wasn't the, the thing. Right. And, you know, to kind of, the, the, the difficulty is you have to learn to, um, to speak your spouse's love language. You have to give love to them. You, you have to express your love to them in the language that they receive in, not the one that you receive in, which can be difficult. So going back to my, my analogy earlier of like, let's say, you speak Spanish, I speak English, and those are our native languages. And then over time, we learn in such a way that 
you begin only speaking to me in English and I only speak to you in Spanish. <laughs> That's what it would be like. It's, it's not tough. that we join up and start speaking the same language. It's that we speak each other's language. And so um, I had to learn to, um, to, to engage with you on that level, to not assume that you wanted the same things that I wanted, that you want quality time. That's, I, I think you and I sort of complete the puzzle you know, um, you have those, those three and asking you to go for a walk in the evening is huge for you. Yeah. To me, I'm like, nah, I can take it or leave it. Um, I have learned to, to like not it. learned. That sounds like I had to resist it and everything. I have grown to very much enjoy our, our, our walks together. I've learned to very much enjoy our conversation sitting out on the, on the swing or anytime we get in the car, I know that, man, we're going to have some deep conversations here. And I love that. But for a long time, it was like, it wasn't on my radar to just be near you, spend time with you, to serve you in some way, right. you know, bring you that cup of coffee, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. And I had to learn to express it um, in your language, yeah. even though, even if it doesn't make any sense to me, it doesn't matter. It's for you. It's not for me. It's for you. There is something to be said about knowing the way your spouse um, shows love because you can say, yes. okay, right now they are showing love yep. to me. Yep. It may not feel like you may not feel as connected to them or or whatever the emotion is that you feel when they are speaking to you the way you hear it the best, but you can at least appreciate it. Oh, he's yeah. hugging me right now because he loves me always. All, uh, obviously, I knew you loved me. <laughs> And that's why you're <laughs> hugging obviously, all over me because you're not like hugging all over everybody else. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I find it's helpful with living marriage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did not fully understand how much that meant to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is um, you, you do have to learn to speak your spouse's language, but you also have to learn to understand theirs. Um, like you're saying, so when, when they are, you know, when, when the gift giver, giver in the home is presents you with a gift, you have to understand what that truly means. You have to understand the significance of that from coming from that person. And by the way, you know, I mean, there's, there's more to this than just marriage relationships. This can be true in friendships and, and relatives yeah. and things like that. Um, you know, you may have that person in your life that uh, is just, is the gift giver, man. And they're, they're, that they're, they're going to be the one. Um, you have to realize that that's their thing. Um, yeah, you can kind of like look to see how people, what people do. You yeah. can always know what their primary love language is. It's just kind yeah. of watch to see what are they doing. Mm -hmm. Are they the ones that always stay around and serve and clean up? And yeah. they want to be on the service line if you're maybe at a church social or something. Maybe they're the one that hugs you every time they see you. <laughs> it yep. doesn't matter. Maybe they do share a lot of. I don't know, compliments. Um, and I do. I, I've worked very hard to give more compliments. I'm yeah. way better at it in writing. In writing? I, yeah. Oh, doing it in writing. Because yeah. there's an active service element to that, isn't That's there? That's probably what it is. That's exactly what it is. I'm way better at love letters. And Take, yeah, taking the time to write a letter. Emails and, and stuff. Yeah, put a stamp on it. And yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so there you go. You can deliver... Your, you know, spouse's love language in your own love language in some regard. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, and there's nothing. Sometimes you do combine them, right? That's true. Like yours is quality time. Sometimes that quality time involves us snuggling. Yeah. You know, so like we're checking both boxes there. Um, so yeah, there, there's there can be combinations and overlaps and things like that. Just be cognizant of of what it is that your spouse is saying with their actions. Well, and also I think you'll know because they will light up whenever it is you do that thing yeah. that they really love. They will light up. In fact, most people will. Um, I remember there was a client that we gave them something like uh, we had sent a gift to a client and that client gushed. And this was this is not a client that would normally like be a gusher in what any form whatsoever. <laughs> and I was like, OK, that person's love language is gifts. Nice. You know, I mean, you can kind of just see. Um, so even if your spouse doesn't really know, because probably you've never even thought about it, you know, yeah. like this is something that I noticed. We got married from living at home and whatever and right. kind of being on our own, but really just coming from family units into this. And there's so much of that that does not even explored in, in your household growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, I know my parents loved me. I never questioned that. I right. didn't need them to speak to me in my love language or anything. I didn't know what that was. I didn't feel like they didn't love me because of of whatever, you know. But it can it can also shed some light, though, can it? Like when you all of a sudden when you have that understanding and you look back on your childhood and you go, that's why mom always did fill in the blank, whatever, you know, whatever it is. And you can definitely see that. I mean, you can see... You can see our love languages at play in the way we interact with our kids. Sure. It's the same thing. I'm the one who's always like, you know, smacking the boy's stomach as they walk by or grabbing them and <laughs> hugging them and, you know, and stuff like that and laughing and joking around with them. Um, and, and you're doing things like teaching them how to cook, yeah. you know, like preparing them and serving them in that way, um, coming up with little projects for them to do over the summer, things like that. So, I mean, it's not just your spouse. It, it is the way that, you communicate in general to everyone. So, yeah. So watch if you're trying to figure out how your spouse is showing love to you. If you feel like it's you, you can, can't figure it out, look at how they're treating your kids. Look at how they're treating their family members, whatever it may be. Might find some clues. So what are your biggest tips to a couple that's struggling in this area where they aren't speaking the right <clears throat> language to each other? Um, so talk about it, you know, be upfront. Um, Hey, you know, I feel like you don't, uh, you know, like you don't hug me enough or kiss me enough or whatever. Like if that's your language, um, not an accusatory way, but just, you know, is there some reason, um, what, or, or, you know what, go at it the other way, the proactive way and say, what things that I do tell you, I love you the best. Yeah. They should be able to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, what is it that I do that makes you feel the most love? Right. And then hone in on that, you know? Yeah, so sometimes I'll see people on social media, these could be like, you know, random memes or whatever, complaints about, oh, my spouse never tells me that they love me or that I'm beautiful or whatever. Or you'll see it the other way. Get you a man that brings you tacos or whatever. <laughs> um, so I think that if you ever say to yourself, my spouse never says I love you or tells right. me I'm beautiful or, right. you know, takes me out to dinner or does all these things. Start thinking to yourself, what do they do? 
So probably it's not that they aren't showing you love. It's just that they aren't showing it in the way that you expected to hear it. Right. And I think that was confusing to me because you would tell me, you don't hug me or snuggle me or do whatever enough, and I'm not feeling loved in that way. And it was confusing to me. Like, mm-hmm. But obviously I love you because I did all these other things. <laughs> so it was yeah. a situation where like, I think you could feel sad or upset or whatever about that. And I was, it was completely going over my head, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens in couples all the time and it causes a lot of fighting, but it also causes a disconnection. Yeah. Because, you when, know. When one or both people aren't feeling loved. Right. It's, you know, like just gonna, there's a chasm there. There's a, there's a disconnect. And that's why I said the thought is not, it doesn't really count in this situation. Yeah. Because when you do see, you know, people, uh, hear people talking about, well, my spouse never does these things for me. Or on the flip side of that, you'll have the spouse who will say, like, as we tell men, oh, if you'll just clean and cook and do all this stuff around the house <laughs> and your wife is going to be all over you. That's not the case for every single wife. Right. And so it's confusing to right. them. And they're like, I'm doing these dang dishes, but it is not making a difference. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what, and don't don't assume that because uh, like we we know couples that are the opposite of oh us. Yeah. We know couples where it's the woman whose uh, love language is physical touch. I know we tend we, we happen to fall into what's a little bit more stereotypical in that regard. Yeah, um, you know, like you're going to give gifts and acts of service, but I'm physical touch, and you know that kind of thing. Um, but that's just because of our personalities. That's not because of I'm the guy. Yeah. And you're the girl. That's not, that's not all it is. It, it's more to it than that. And I think that, um, um, you know, you have to be careful there that you can't, you, you don't want to overly stereotype based on their love language either. Um, but absolutely keying into it, talking about it, figuring it out and then putting it into practice. And the last thing is just being aware, aware that there's a difference. I think when we first got married, we were completely unaware. And I don't honestly know what finally clicked in us over this. I don't recall reading that book. And I don't know if you read the book or whatever. I never never read it, but I remember coming across the ideas. And maybe that's where things started. But just awareness that this is an issue. Um, Mm -hmm. and And honestly, I don't know if it presents itself as much when you're dating. I really don't. Because I don't remember this being an issue in our dating life. Although I know very specifically I was serving you and showing my love in the way that I show love. And you were showing your love to me the way you show love. But there was never a point where I was like, this is a source of contention with us. No, I don't don't feel like it was that. I think we were probably expressing it in in the same, you know, same ways. Uh, And what I mean is the same ways that we do now. It was probably just like a honeymoon period yeah, type of thing yeah. and for five years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so definitely I think that that it was a few years into the marriage that this became really more of an issue. Probably when that yeah. honeymoon phase was a little bit more uh, past. But yeah. also, I don't know, we were spending a lot more time together and... You know, we we became each other's kind of source of that affection and showing love. Yeah. So maybe that was part of it. And too. also, I think there's just an increased level of honesty. You know, you get married, you feel a little bit safer uh, to to be honest and to say, "Hey, yeah, stop sucking at this." 
<laughs> well, but we do kind of do that to each other on the regular. <laughs> yeah. Stop sucking. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us today, and we hope that you check out loveupadventure.com. We blog about a lot of different topics over there, so check it out about intimacy, um, relationships, communication, uh, date any, night ideas. Date night ideas. Bedroom games. We're all about the marriage. So go there and be sure to sign up for our newsletter, lovehipadventure.com slash newsletter. We'll send you our free sexy truth or dare game. And you'll also get um, the most exclusive content we put out is our anonymous questions. And I answer those in the newsletter every week. People send me um, questions through the form pretty much every week. I get four yep. or five that I try to answer and then I get a little backlog. So I try to wrap it up. But definitely sign up for that newsletter. And join us next week as we talk about more things to help you in your marriage.